But Biden and his son are stone-cold crooked. And you know it. His son walks out with millions of dollars. The kid knows nothing. You know it, and so do we. It's a whole hoax. And you know who's playing into the hoax? People like you and the fake news media that we have in this country. And I say, in many cases, the corrupt media, because you're corrupt. Much of the media in this country is not just fake, it's corrupt. And you have some very fine people, too. Great journalists, great reporters. But it, to a large extent, it's corrupt and it's fake. Whoo! He nailed him, didn't he? <laughs> Who loves our president? Biden. Yeah. He is amazing. Hey, Patriots. Hey, I'm glad you're here. I'm Melissa Redfield, the world. We're going to get into what this whole, the Twitter files were. I just want to make sure that you know what's going on because there's a lot of news coming out. I want to just boil it down for you guys. We always look at all the current events and our wonderful president and all this truth coming out in the light of God's word because this is biblical. This is what it's taking to destroy this cabal, this mafia network that's all over the world. It's just everywhere. They are entrenched in every place in all these positions of power. And so it, that's what it's going to take for us to pull this whole rotten, corrupt system down is to expose it, to call it out. And who, who is better at that than our wonderful President Donald J. Trump? I'm glad you're here. Definitely go to freedomforce.live. Freedomforce.live. We look at how this is biblical. I have tons of videos right here. Videos, playlists right there. Click right there and you will see all kinds of videos on how this is biblical. I break down the book of Revelation. Here is my bestseller book. If you're new, that you don't know about this, my book, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace is all over. I'm going to ask you at the end to pray for me on something special that we, to help get this information out because people are panic stricken that it's the end of the world and it's not. It's the beginning of a thousand years of peace for us. It's the end of their world. It's the end times for them. But I'll tell you more about that later. So hang on for that. Here is, uh, thank you, Patriots are in control. This is um, basically what they're, <laughs> they're saying. It's a nothing burger. Everything that came out on Twitter is just a nothing burger. There's nothing to it. Don't, you know, look on to the next thing. Let's go on to the next thing. And so, but the reality is it is not a nothing burger. The, the issue is this. We have the right of a free press. What does that mean? It means that the government can't tell them what to report and what not to report. That's the issue. I can speak and I can say whatever I want. I am a free agent. I am not an independent uh, news person. We are the news now. We are the ones who have to get this news out because clearly we see that CNN and all of them will not do it. We know that. We know that. We've known that for a very long time. But yeah, they're saying, oh, Elon Musk and Tucker don't understand the First Amendment. <laughs> they understand it very well. And they're all coming out. The Atlantic, Forbes, you know, all these ones, a Daily Beast, the Washington Post, they're all like, oh, yeah, don't, don't look at that because they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the reality is we very well do. You know this is treason for the government to tell you what to report and what not to report. And we've been saying that, uh, shouting that from the rooftops for a long, long time. Look at this. Zero minutes from CBS, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, and CNN. It, when, when the press is controlled by the government, that is basically socialism. And we 
that's not our, that's not our constitution. Our constitution is where we have a free, independent press, and we had to see it. We had to see it that they are controlling whatever is being so, uh, spoken on all those channels, and as well as the big tech, Twitter, Facebook, all that. So how is that different from China? right? They can actually take a lesson from these people here in America. Paper of record, New York Times, beclowns itself. They're a bunch of clowns, as in the CIA uh, you know, operatives, uh, with zero Hunter Biden Twitter stories. Not one single article. Not one. And this is what Elon Musk said. That is because the New York Times has become, for all intents and purposes, an unregistered lobbying firm for far-left politicians. Just their mouthpiece, and they, they, they silence the other, other side. They silence what we say. They censor us. They remove us. And they, they promote whatever the other ones have to say. I'll show you some very exact uh, uh, specific emails on that here in just a second. But Matt Taibbi, who is a, a left-leaning you know, Democrat, he was the one who's... All this information came out on Twitter. If you look on my social media, don't don't forget. Oh yeah, I gotta tell y'all this too. <laughs> I don't know what is going on with my with my social media. It is being slammed big time. So go and check to make sure on here on your social media, right here, social media platforms. Make sure that you have not been removed, specifically from Telegram. It's just like I don't know. They I've been talking a lot about China, la la. <laughs> they don't like that. I'm thinking, and that's why a lot of people have been removed. So go and check to make sure. Go right now put it on pause go and check right now on your telegram and all make sure you're you're still linked um uh, uh on all of these different social media platforms but i w real time was posting all of this information from um that was being posted from matt taibbi i think that's how you say his name uh, of what they did and the evidence the evidence of the Twitter files, the evidence of what they had done to collude with the government, basically forcing them to, you know, they're all in one big lockstep team. They're all in one big mafia organization. That's just, there's no other, it's, it's, it's racketeering. It's, um, that's why I'm going to talk about Giuliani in a second, because he's brought down these, 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 uh, criminal organizations before and so they're, they're true conspiracies where they work together to do their their evil deeds and the government is working along with big tech etc to do this so this is what all these posts were but i'll read you just a, a one or two this system wasn't balanced it was based on contacts because twitter was and is overwhelmingly staffed by people of one political orientation there were more channels, more ways to complain, open to the left than the right. And I have seen that very thing happen locally also. Someone will do something extremely egregious, extremely awful that people need to know. And all of a sudden he'll make a few calls and that, that post that someone had shared on social media, gone, gone. This happens in your local community. And, and But on the other hand, if there's someone who's trying to speak out truth, they will get attacked and attacked and attacked. This is happening not just in, you know, uh, uh, the national level, but this is happening in your local level too. That's how they control your local school board, their, your local city council, all of this. And this is what this was what was being exposed on uh, the Twitter files is how they collude to to 
to uh, to put their thumb on the scale to control the narrative and what information gets out and what people never, never, never hear. But look at this. I, mean, I know it's too small for you to read, but there's, these are contributions by party of recipient. Here's in the 2022 cycle, here's 185,000. Um, 99% were given to Democrats. Only 0.27%. $451 were giving, given to Republicans. What does that tell you? That, and it's, it just and it increased from 2018. It was 3%, a whopping 3% back in 2018. But this is, this is where they are coming from, and they work in lockstep. This is illegal. They cannot do that. And I'll show you specifically a text from, uh, I'm going to show you this one real quick. This one is from, and I know it's impossible to read. Uh, I have it on my social media. Email leaks revealing Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs was in regular communication with Twitter telling them who to censor. That's what they do. That's what they do in your local community. That's what they do on a national level. This is what they did in, in Arizona. They called up Twitter. Hey, there's something on uh, Twitter. I don't like it. I, they don't call them up. They email them. But just say, hey, you know, this is... Uh, uh, this is something I don't want on there. Can you go ahead and remove it? And that's exactly what happens. That quick. Just that quick. That's how they do it. Yeah. Um, he says, uh, so when someone responded, oh, both tweets have already been removed from the article. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. We took down where they were telling the truth about you. We took that down so nobody will see it. Gotcha. We got your back. That's how they do it. That's called collusion. Forget Russia. This is the true collusion. Uh, he says, please see the report below from the Arizona Secretary of State Office. Please let me know if you have any questions, if there's anything else that we can do for you because we're your buddies and we're going to make sure to keep you in power. This is collusion. And this is what we can't have. When someone says, oh, we're an independent company. No, you're not. You're an arm of the government. It's a CIA operation. And actually, Pasovic came out and says, it wasn't a... Uh, you know, it was it was actually a CIA operation. That's what this whole this this whole thing was not a mess up. This was exactly what it was intended to. That's what they do all the time. It's not a new thing. It's what they do all day long, every day. Um, this was actually back in 2021. So this was the office of the Secretary of State. I'm flagging this Twitter account for your review, for your review, as if they're their boss. Yeah, this is the problem. This is that's what they they know that they are simply to do the bidding of the one of their buddies in the government and to hide and cover up their crimes. That's what happens. That's how they do it. All right. Um, how, just anything that <laughs> they don't want shown, just delete that, delete that. So it's just, if it, if it's not on, if it's not in the news, it didn't happen, right? It must not have happened. All right. So I want you to see all these posts, go through and read all of them. I've got most of them, um, on my social media and I'll make sure you have a link below as well as on the social media. Um, and they would, they would come back, oh, handled. We handled that. We handled that. And this is what he's exposing. Now, he did not expose a lot of the things on the Hunter Biden laptop. He said, stay tuned for episode two. So, everyone's staying tuned. Now, yesterday, we thought that was going to come out yesterday, but he did not do that. He had a live uh, question and answer, because he had said there was going to be a Q&A, right? And that was funny, because this was actually on the board. There would be a Q&A, which... Had, didn't happen. So this is, maybe that's the Q&A that Q was talking about. But he was uh, answering all these questions saying he's not suicidal and all of that. He talked about um, this is the collusion between the government. The, a, a private company can say whatever they please, but the problem is when the government tells them what to say and what not to say. 
That's the problem. All right, so then he was talking about this transhumanism, which I'm not going to get into really on this video, but this is a, a wild deal. And I'm, I, do I trust, do I trust Elon Musk? No, but I am very thankful that he's getting free speech. He's he's bringing all this truth to light. I really appreciate that. I appreciate that he is has stopped, by and large, the the child trafficking on Twitter, the um, child sexual exploitation on Twitter. Within like that, taking care of it, that tells me something that he has a that he's not he's not one of them. But this whole thing of this chip freaks me out because it really sounds like the Klaus Schwab with the with the World Economic Forum, doesn't it? And is he doing it to expose it, and to, for him to be able to talk about it as if he likes it and thinks it's great and real and helping people to realize this is the would be the end of humanity? He said something else. Let me show you the other thing he said, which was so weird. He said, uh, "Oh, it's going to be farther along in here." He was talking about how, you know, his, his, uh, his, like his neural link told him to buy Twitter. It was like, what is that? <laughs> I don't know if he was kidding or what, but I don't really want, I don't really want something in my brain telling me what to say and what to think. We already have enough of that. It really is being cyborgs with our phone, right? As he, he, as he said. All right. So do you know this chick, this woman, Vijaya, whatever, Gaddy, I don't know how to say her name. I really don't care to know, but she is at the, um, one of the attorneys, let's see, American attorney served as general counsel and head of legal, um, policy and trust, trust at Twitter. When you ever hear the word trust, I want you to think we're going to, it's someone who's trustworthy to protect their criminal organization. Okay. Don't think of trust that trust for us, that we'll be able to trust that they're doing things right. No, it's trust to protect their criminal mob. Okay. <laughs> you gotta think like, like a criminal. I know that's the problem with sheep is when we don't think like a criminal, we don't think that someone would lie straight to our face, but that's what they do. When you talk about, Oh, this is a, this guy's solid. Like, like Biden would say, Oh, this person, you could really trust this person. Yes. To cover up their crimes to be a part of their whole criminal network. That's what it is. All right, so she is a legal policy and trust at Twitter. Okay, so she has been part of this whole thing of covering up the Hunter Biden laptop. And like I said, stay tuned and you'll hear more about that. But let's look at where she's coming from. Not, uh, not a free speech person, not a person who respects the Constitution of the United States of America. We are changing the scales. We are trying to amplify content. I'm so sorry. That was way too loud. I don't know why that's extremely loud, but let me <laughs> figure out why that is like off the charts loud. I don't know if it's hurting your ears, but it's hurting mine. Content that we believe comes from credible sources, reputable sources. And we're going to, over time, be able to de-amplify content that doesn't. Because I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, you're not subject to the First Amendment. The First Amendment doesn't apply. You're, you're a corporation. And you're right. It doesn't. Yeah. There you go. We are changing the scales. We are trying to amplify content that we believe comes from credible sources, reputable sources, and we're going to, over time, be able to de-amplify content that doesn't. Because I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, you're not subject to the First Amendment. We want to de-amplify messages, tweets from, uh, would you, uh, not, not credible sources. Yeah. Those who are not part of, again, not part of their political persuasion, not part of their criminal network. 
I don't even, I'm not even really bringing it a Democrat. Let's not, let's not even name call as far as Democrat or Republican because we know there's corruption enough to fill the ocean on both sides. The point is, who's part of their criminal cabal to control this, this corruption that's going on, to, to keep the, to cover up the corruption? That's the issue. And they want to make sure that those credible sources, their messages get out and the other ones get silenced. And that's what she's talking about. And so, so she's basically saying that, you know, and, and it's true, we, I, I have the free speech. And if Twitter, uh, and Twitter would have free speech as a business to say whatever they please. I don't want to say this right, but anyway, no one t- should be telling them what to say and what to do. But the problem is they are when they're an arm of the government. That's the problem. Okay. If, if they were truly an independent organization, no one could tell them what to say and what to do, but they are clearly not because they're taking marching orders from the government. That's the issue. And now I want to make sure that we really boil it down to what is the issue. It's, it's removing the free press. It's, it, it's making it where the, the press is an arm of the government. And that's what we've always said was wrong with these, you know, countries like China, right? So this is where she's, what she's coming, um, you know, this whole point where she's saying the First Amendment doesn't apply. It's, it's a very, it's just, a, it's a very, very careful when you just start discussing that because we're not trying to have them being controlled of what they're, that we're, this is a very thing we're trying to avoid. We're trying to stop them from being controlled by the government. And we want everyone to have the freedom of speech to say what they please without being controlled. And that's the whole point of us being allowed back. I'm not, I haven't looked in the last day, but just to see that we're all back on Twitter and can speak our mind and not being told what we can say and what we cannot say. Okay. That's the issue. All right. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a complex topic, topic, but she did the same thing. She put her thumb on the scale again to control the speech on the elections in India. Check this out. I say that. Come on. And so Tim Cass, she was on Tim Cass and they nailed her. Conversation. And, 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 so, and also meet elections like the Indian election coming up as well. Right. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I, my understanding is you were also accused of being biased against conservatives in India recently. There was a report on that, as well as you held up a sign that said something offensive about the Brahmin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that sense, even in other countries, you're accused of the same things that you're being accused of by American conservatives. I think that the situations are very, very different. Um, and I don't think that that the ideologies in play are the same at all. Well, so the, the reason could I bring you, up... Can we clarify that? Because I'm well, not aware I just, of the case. I, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but we, we did have our uh, vice president of public policy testify in front of Indian parliament uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was they were really focused on election integrity and safety and abuse and harassment um, of women and political figures and the likes. So, so my, my... The point is how... <laughs> Oh, Barry, is that you? You were telling people what they could say and could not say, and you can you can you can chase some rabbit all the way down the street. It's oh no, it's just because they were trying to you know, take away rights of women or all that. That's a red herring. We're not no, we're not buying into that. You what you did in America, you did the same thing in uh, in India to protect your political cronies and to hide the truth about any crimes that they had done. That's the point, and they were. Nailing her 
three, it was really a <laughs> three against one, to be honest. They were all just looking at her like, what's up? What, what is the deal with you controlling free speech in America as well as in India? And she really was uh, blindsided a little bit. Yeah, I just, these guys are, they are amazing. I'm so thankful for these Tim Between Tim Cast and, um, and um, oh, what's his face? They're, they're doing a, an amazing job. And they are, the great thing is they're not really considered, you know, Republicans, conservatives. They're just, you know, People wouldn't necessarily know whether whether they whether they are or not, and it's not about that. What it's about is trying to make sure that we follow the Constitution for crying out loud. All right, so that was just so great. Okay, so she's been thrown under the bus, and then Baker. And I didn't have this document. Let's see, there was one other one somewhere where it was talking about Baker. Uh, let's see if this one. There was one about Baker. Okay, this one right here, James Andrew Baker the general counsel of the Federal Bureau Investigation of Investigations, the FBI, now legal counsel for Twitter, basically. Okay, so he's been, he's had these dual roles and that he, he just basically would do, they would do whatever he wanted them to do. Um, they would do whatever he wanted them to do. Did I say it right? He, so he's saying um, he helped suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story, basically saying I'm, um, that this is unsafe. That this is a, uh, what was the word? He said something, I can't remember if I can find the exact wording. But just that, you know, we need to err on the side of caution. Oh, here we go. Caution is warranted. Jim Baker, again, seems to advise saying the non-course because caution is warranted. We need to remove that because we just need to be very careful because we don't know if that's true or not. You know what? Let the free marketplace resolve all that. If it's not true, then, then we'll we'll sort that out. You don't need to have your thumb on the scale of, of, of being the arbiter of what is true and what is not true because clearly you are not up to the job, okay? And that's what was the story with, with Jim Baker, um, him coming out, you know, and especially because if someone's... A, the legal counsel, all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, well, we just have to do what he says because he's the legal counsel. And you hear angels singing, right? Everyone just stops and just does whatever they say. So that's that's the latest thing that happened on the Jim Baker. So he's he's been thrown under the bus along with Gad as well as Yoel Roth. He's all, all mad, all sad. You shouldn't use people's names. Well, you shouldn't have, have removed us from Twitter for no reason. You should not have, have hidden this truth from coming out about Biden so that he was elected. You shouldn't have done that. That's that's the issue. And you put your name on it. You were happy to put your name on it, hiding behind your monitor. But now you're like, oh, you shouldn't use our name. Yeah, you shouldn't have done what you did. You Put you allowed uh, you gave us free reign to put this truth out there that you this is we're just putting out your your text message your your email with your name on it you didn't have a problem with it as long as you were you know uh, behind a, a monitor but all of a sudden now you don't like it so much because we're calling you out that you are uh, breaking you know the Constitution and 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 uh, and have committed treason against our country that's really what it's about. All right, so then um, this is where we boil it down to Christopher Ray with the FBI. Again, just like with we're, we're moving in the direction of the government, how they're having their thumb on the scale to prevent this truth from coming out. Christopher Ray, that the head of the FBI, knows very well that this Hunter Biden laptop is real. They know very well that they that this was uh, that they were trying to hide this from the people's uh, uh, that from the people so that they would know how the Biden 
family is a, it's a, basically a crime family and taking money from anyone and everyone. Our wonderful Giuliani has been exposing this for a very, very long time. If you haven't seen his channel, go to uh, YouTube and you'll see Rudy W. Giuliani, G-I-U-L-I-A-N-I, -I -I, Giuliani, on YouTube. His name is, his, his show is called Common Sense and he's got the episodes numbered. Episode number four, uh, I don't think this is Victor Shokin, maybe it is Victor Shokin, that these are the ones who are the, this is the prosecutor who was trying to prosecute Biden's son, Hunter Biden, for his crimes against the people of Ukraine, where they were basically raiding all of the, the resources and the, and the money. And so he was the one who got fired. Remember, he said, son of a bee. Yeah, look at that. He got fired. That's, this is the guy right here who got fired. And they're going into, look at all these papers that Giuliani is going into, of everything that they did to try to, uh, you know, the crimes that the Biden crime family had against Ukraine. It's, he, he spells it out and boils it all down. So definitely watch that. He's got, a, does a terrific job. Of course, Giuliani is famous for bringing down these crime families in New York City for their, for their racketeering, for their collusion, for working together in, to do these crimes. So this man is, is, we're just so blessed to have him. And so here he's talking about how Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, as well as Bill Barr, who was the, the attorney general for the DOJ, are guilty of treason for covering up all this these crimes against humanity, uh, crimes against uh, Ukraine, crimes against our country, and they it's all on the laptop from hell, and they covered it completely up. So he's and check out where they bring in. I'm going to let you listen to it, but how they how the timing. The timing. Check out the timing. Criminal organization in the world, the Chinese Communist Party, they protected him to allow him to become president of the United States and steal a presidential election that's never been done in the history of this republic, sir. What should happen to them? Is that Are they traitors? Are they guilty of treason? Uh, certainly, in a uh, general sense, they are. I mean, the crime of treason is very, very serious crime. Are they, are they guilty of major disloyalty to our country? Yes. Uh, also, add to that, they sat through that impeachment that would have been uh, unnecessary if they had revealed the laptop showing that Joe Biden was involved in the Ukraine thing uh, up, to his, up to his ears, and that everything that Trump said was true, that Trump would have actually violated his obligation. Rudy, Rudy nailed it. Trump wasn't impeached until after they had the laptop. This now, all came up that... There with it. That's why they suppressed it. Meeting, and he's got exculpatory evidence that would clear his board. What the hell is he all? <laughs> I love Bannon facing it together. The the bottom line is you've got this laptop from hell. It's we're you're trying to expose what they've done, all their crimes. Uh, uh, and, and posting that out on social media. They're like, no, don't tell anything of that because that's when we were all banned was when we were trying to push this information out there. And of course, no, we've got to impeach Trump because Trump is doing this Russia collusion. Trump is doing all this. And if they had just brought out about the truth about this, this laptop back in the day, then clearly they can't do an impeachment on Trump when the one who's guilty is Biden. So yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is what we have to share. We have to share this information, help people understand because so much of this has been hidden from us for so long. And this is this this collusion is the smoking gun. 
to realize that they just hid all this truth from us and everything they tried to do it was, uh, you know, just, just to keep us in the dark. All right. So that's why we are the news now. We cannot, cannot trust MSNBC and CNN and all of them. And as President Trump said, there are a few, like Catherine Herridge, I'm going to show you one. Oh, here's her post right here. <laughs> there it is. The, okay, so Brennan, uh, head of the, the former head of the CIA, and uh, uh, Clapper of the DNI, they made this statement, this, this gigantic statement said, oh, you know, uh, Biden is terrific and he's still, you know, all this is, this Hunter Biden stuff is, is, uh, is fake news. And it's, you know, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the, that's the whole point of their letter. They wrote this big long thing and they had 51, 50 senior Intel officials sign on. Oh yes. Hunt Biden is terrific and he's wonderful. And anybody who says he's not is a, a meanie, right? So they did this whole big long letter about this and people with say, oh, well, they're the, the CIA, they're the DNI, they must know, and we must put our trust in them because, again, angels are singing, they know the truth, just like, you know, uh, Baker knows the truth. These people are put in these positions of authority, and everyone says, oh, they must know, and we must tr just trust them because they have all this secret information. The reality is, it was a big, fat, stinking lie. And so this is where our wonderful Catherine Herridge, one of the few that President Trump was probably referring to, is that she is exposing that they did this. Let me see if I can make it a little bit bigger. Probably not. Probably not. Um, but I'll, I'll read what she said. She said that they signed on, Brennan and Clapper signed on with 50 former senior intel officials that Hunter Biden's laptop reporting had classic earmarks of Russian uh, information. Oh, it's just a Russian information operation when they knew it wasn't. They knew that Trump was not guilty. They knew that Biden was. This non-governmental assessment was cited by then-candidate Biden. See, I haven't done anything. They're all saying, remember in the, in the, in the debate, see, all these intel officials, 50 intel officials say that I'm as clean as a whistle. Right? That's how they do it. And people believe it. All right, because they're sheep. <laughs> they don't dig into the to the facts. They were trying to. They're trying to make a living. They don't have time to dig into the facts. All right, so this is uh, where they were bringing uh, break, breaking this down. This is a letter from. Uh, I don't even actually say who it's from. The House of Representatives. Some someone in the House of Representatives. Maybe Josh Hawley or whatever. But they'll be called on the carpet for their lies to the American people. And this rises to the level of treason. President Trump just said this today. He said, unprecedented crimes call for unprecedented, oh, what was the word he used? Response, something like that. What does he mean? It's talking about prosecution and prosecution for treason. And, and Bannon's been saying it too. And we we're saying it too. We need to, all of us say treason. This is treason for them to hide the crimes uh, and, and use the big tech against the American people to hide the crimes of these people. This is treason. Okay, so yeah, I want, I'll make sure you have that link to that. She is a very, oh yeah, they call it Suicide Weekend. This is from Woke Societies. But Catherine Herridge is a very good one to follow. Um, we were told on the board to follow the pen. And so she's the pen. All right, so then uh, definitely follow that. Uh, also, just a little, little side note. I find this very, it's been very difficult to get any information out about China in the past few days, ever since they're like, oh, we're going to, to ease restrictions on COVID. And, and all of a sudden you'd hear, you don't hear another peep of anything going on in China, Lala. 
Okay. So and then when this interesting uh, report comes out from Reuters saying that Xi is unwilling to accept Western vaccines, which neither will we. <laughs> We're not going to accept them either. I just find that very interesting that he won't accept them because I don't know. It's, it is really, it's hard to know what's going on in America, much less what's really going on in China. But I will say that Apple was involved because they were preventing people from sharing and doing airdrop uh, of, of what was going on. And I have heard reports that they are, that they have arrested people. I hope that's not true. I'm afraid, I'm afraid that it is. But yeah, so this, oh, that was the, that was the letter. Here's the Apple one. Then, okay, if you remember, on the last report I did, Josh Hawley had called Apple CEO Tim Cook on the carpet saying, what are you doing that you're not protecting your stakeholders because you, in the supply chain, you want me to get your products in? Why are you having all your products made in China instead of in America? Why are you stopping them, uh, the, the Chinese protesters from being able to get their, uh, have the access to their airdrop and all that? Again, putting the thumb on the scale with one quick call from the CCP. Oh, Tim Cook removed their, their see how it works? They just, they all work in, in uh, together. That's how it works in your community and in the United States and in every country and around the entire world. That's how they play it. They've got these people in these key positions who can, with one little button, turn off the airdrop for these people, the Chinese protesters. Okay, but now look at this. Apple makes plans to move the production out of China. Doesn't say it's coming back to America, <laughs> but it says out of China. So this is an interesting little tidbit to see, you know, was, I'm sure that had, uh, this all came to, so everyone's, uh, um, made, everyone was made aware of this, what Apple was doing. And so immediately they say, we're going to remove, you know, move our production out of China. We'll see, you know, what happens bottom line. Everyone realizes now that Apple is controlled by the CCP or by this criminal mafia. All right. So I want you to see that. Um, yeah, this was the post. This is the one from Elon saying, oh, uh, when he was asked why he bought Twitter, he says, my biological neural net concluded it's important to buy Twitter. If Twitter was not bought and steered in a good direction, it would be a danger for the future of civilization. And so that's why I bought it, end quote. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. Okay. <laughs> Um, but Bannon has been saying that he's an idiot savant. In other words, extremely highly intelligent. And it does kind of make you wonder, does he have a computer in his brain <laughs> to make him so smart? He doesn't, he doesn't come across like a brainiac, but he clearly is able to, uh, operate on a very high level. Okay. So we need to ask the Lord to help us to do that very same thing, to, to use our resources, our, our mind, our, our time, everything that we have at our disposal for the best possible use. Okay. And to, you know, to, to, uh, Lord, how can you use what you've given to me and for me to, to, um, to make it have a, uh, remember how Lord Jesus told us about, you know, you, you have this, these blessings, um, and that the Lord has given you and you want to multiply them and not just bury them in the ground. Okay, so whatever the Lord has given to you, let's make sure to make it multiply for him uh, and ask him to show us how to use that for the good of humanity. And like he said, for the future of civilization. So I would just say, I think that he would know 
that having everyone uh, uh, as a cyborg is not good for humanity. Oh, yes, we might be able to operate more quickly and be able to compete with AI, which he's talking about. Okay, it brings up the fact that AI is has become our enemy. Okay, very important enemy. But <laughs> whatever happened to humanity? Are we just, is it, is the, is the cure worse than the disease that you would be, then you would be in a situation where we have lost our humanity. We'd just become a, a part of this machine. That can't be the answer. And to operate faster is not really the answer. We have to have, um, we have to have, be able to have the humanity, <laughs> what it is to be human, to be what it is to, to be connected to each other and to the Lord. All right. So that was very interesting little tidbit to make you think, wow, what is going on with this? And I know we've, I've shown, I posted it today. Maybe I have a, I saw one with the Klaus Schwab, how he's talking about, oh yes, we're moving toward this, uh, this, I don't know, this digital age where we're going to be basically transhuman. It's spooky and creepy and scary. And I just, in my heart, I just don't feel like Elon is really wants that. With everything else he's doing to protect children and to protect free speech, I just can't imagine him saying, well, let's just relinquish our humanity (laughs) while we're at it. I just, that doesn't make sense to me. All right. Well, we'll, we shall see. And we're going to fight against that. Okay. So, um, this is Matthew Tiermont. He's so terrific. I want you to hear what he's saying about what's going on in Brazil. The people have been um, out in the streets, rain or shine. They're out there. God bless them. I'm telling you, I wish I wish Americans would do the same. We just really have not had that. The people are just not doing it. Now we are sharing on social media and we are getting truth out. So that's great. But we haven't really been as... Uh, vis- visible. Okay. Again, we probably, because of what happened on January 6th, if the president said, I'm talking about Donald J. Trump said for us to go out into the streets, we would. Okay. If that was what he, you know, we would, we would do that. They, they called us there January 6th and there we went. Okay. So we would do that. I think right now our thing is to get this truth out, be the news now, explain to people what they're doing, the collusion between the government and the news so that we cannot get the truth. Okay. But, okay. So back to Brazil. So Brazil is out in the streets and they are uh, demanding for the, for the, for the military to come to protect them from being taken over by the CCP. Okay. So, um, all this CCP talks probably why I'm in trouble. <laughs> why well, my channel, my, my social media is getting, uh, people are getting removed from my social media. So don't forget to go and make sure you're still on my social media. All right. So here's where he's talking about what's going on in Brazil. Yeah, right. Everybody knows that this fix has been in and coming. We all know in Latin America, the voting machine system that came out of Venezuela in 2000, that was used in Brazil in 2016. That source code, I, I assert, is still being used. Uh, being machined and engineered out of the election overseers that are all tied to Lula, that are all via the electoral court that is filled with the Lula Dilma temper. Again, with the same thing, the election system is connected to Lula, is connected to the to the to the Supreme Court justices. All these ones that they're that they all have this, they're all connected to do their crimes and to keep it where no one can stop them. So check it out. Appointees, political appointees. Uh, so yeah, Brazil is, they're about, 
they believe that they are done. They even pushed up the certification, as we talked about the other day. This got validated yesterday. They pushed up the December 19th certification date to December 12th. And that's why I think the military is going to act next week. They're not going to accept this. Okay, so that is not this Monday, the the 5th, that tomorrow, that's Monday the 12th that they're saying we're going to go ahead and have the certification of Lula as the president on the 12th. And the question is, is the military in Brazil going to allow that? And he says no. They're going to step in this week. And there have been... Uh, maneuvers, man, a movement of the military in Brazil, and it makes you wonder. Okay, are they doing this to protect uh, the election being uh, the the certification of Lula, or they're going to to prevent Lula from being taking office? They are going to demand to see the, and if they have to use force, so be it. That is their constitutional role. They're the military. They're not uh, candy stripers in a hospital. They are endowed with force for a reason, and Article 142 allows them to adjudicate these separated power disputes, and the judiciary is where the dispute is emanating from. The judiciary is not doing their job. They are not being the arbiter of constitutionality. They're trying to build elections. I love that. So yeah, I, I just shared this. Definitely go on Bannon's War Room. Tierman Martial Law is coming to Brazil next week. If not, then gulags and Venezuela await. The same thing that happened in Venezuela. I know the people of Venezuela wish to goodness that the that that the mil- their military had stopped uh, Maduro from taking over back in the day, and now they see what's happening. The same thing is happening uh, in Brazil, and they've already done the same thing to Colombia and all these other countries where they have where they have no rights. Yeah, yeah. So this is. Uh, Martial law and a good thing, as we've already been told, also that the military is the only way. The, the only way to stop these people from taking the power and uh, hiding the truth and, um, and, and, and forcing elections to be certified that are, um, that are fraudulent. That's, <laughs> we've seen that went off. We had to see it. We had to see it. Now we've seen it. We know what they're doing. All right, so this is what I was going to ask you to pray for me on. Okay, so um, Bannon has, this is now his second time to come out that I've heard where he's saying, I want to understand the book of Revelation. Now, he's been talking about um, that passage where it says, you know, uh, you know, come and see. Remember the famous uh, Johnny Cash song, come and see. And so it's it's talking about this this white horse if you remember, I explained about the white horse that the truth about the white horse is that this is the fake leaders. The white horse, where it's, there's the red horse and the black horse and the dappled gray horse, whatever. Those are the four ways that they have attacked humanity with the, the, the false leaders with the, the white horse. The red horse is these horrible proxy wars where they destroy, you know, kill and maim and have the wars with and 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 start and take over countries the black horse is the financial devastation because they control the currency and then the the dappled or the green horse the pale horse is the uh, all the 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 how they've damaged our health in a multitude of ways with the pandemic or whatever um the jab and all of that those are the ways that they have attacked humanity and that so it's a so when he's talking about wanting to understand Revelation, I think that he wants to know, okay, is this the day of our demise or is there any hope? Really, what, that's what it really boils down to. And I, I, you know, I want to 
connect with him and and have and help him to understand the truth about revelation. I'm so thankful. You know, y'all y'all know me. You've been with me for 5 years many of you that I'm just a lady with a laptop in Houston, but I've been teaching God's word for many years. He talked about this when he's talking to this man uh, Taylor Marshall that there are um there are the only way that someone will be able to decode revelation is if they know the Old Testament through and through. And many people just don't because they the the way that you really learn it is if you teach it. Okay, and that's, you know, and, and many of the teachers have been, uh, have been taught in seminary and uh, I've also been told, okay, if you teach what we want you to say, then you can have this, this high paying job to control the sheep. Okay. And I wasn't part of that. I wasn't even any, any part of that. So I was just teaching it to the, you know, the youth in our community, my children to the, to the, in the mission field, you know, but very independent. I've always kind of said, let me just do it independently and not be told what I have to say, because I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to go and get a job where I have to say what someone else tells me. When I'm talking about the word of God, I'm going to say it the way I know in my heart is the truth. And I never did teach about Revelation because I didn't know what it meant. But now I do. Now I do. And this is the truth about Revelation. I've, I've written it down in this book, End Times, and a thousand years of peace. Again, that's a, the, the whole point of the book is it's the end times for them and a thousand years of peace for us. So he was asking this very thing to uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall. And he, uh, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm a lady with a laptop, but I do know the word backwards and forwards. And that's why I not only have this book, but I also have the one, if you look on here, Red Pill of the World, I have the one called End Times, Major Clues for Minor Prophets, breaking down these minor prophet books in the Old Testament that they are telling us a roadmap of exactly what we're seeing and the beautiful bright future that is ahead. And they will not teach that in the seminary. You will never hear anyone from the seminary, the professors at the, at the seminary teach that, and you won't hear it from the pulpit. Because if you, the moment someone starts to say that, out, they're out, because they're, everyone has to march in lockstep. That's the false prophet, okay? Some of them maybe don't realize that they're telling, uh, uh, that they're misleading people. They don't know it. They don't, I've, I've taught things before that I did not realize I was telling something that was not true. I thought I was telling the truth. Okay, so, I don't, I'm not trying to, to blame all these pastors, but many of them are deceived. Some of them do it, and they know. All right, so let me back up and see. Uh, listen to what Bannon says. He wants to understand Revelation, and I do have a connection uh, with someone who knows him, and I hope to get to at least present this information to him and and see. You know, he's asking. He's specifically asking. Check it out. Not just on the level of. Of, I don't want to call superficial politics, but political discourse or political things. It's 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 a spiritual war, but it's so much even deeper than that. Um, how do people? You wrote this amazing book on the apocalypse, and we had you on. People were blown away. How how do people get into this? Because I think now more than ever, not just the the new and old testament. You made the great point that hey, you got to understand the old testament, which most catholics and i think even a lot of evangelical christians the reason i made the movie with um phil robertson he what he's saying is most people don't he didn't finish his sentence but that's the truth most catholics and most evangelical christians have just stayed in the new testament and they have not spent time in the old testament and that was by design 
That was intentional. They said, oh, that's Old Testament history that we don't need to focus on Habakkuk and Joel and Hosea and Zephaniah and Zechariah. We don't have to focus on that. But that's what I did in this book right here, Major Clues from Minor Prophets. They knew that those Minor Prophets were telling us what was going to happen in the future and they did not want us to look into that. And that's exactly what I, I did because I'm not going to, I'm just going to do, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to call them as I see them right there. All right, check it out. Really knows the Old Testament. In fact, the film was called The Torchbearer and it really was him going back and, and talking about the, the Old Testament, a lot of it. So I'd learned a lot in that. But how do people, your book, how do people get into the, because Revelations is quite dense. Right, very poetic yeah. and some moving images, but but quite dense to follow. How do people get into it? The book of Revelation is the most difficult book of the Bible because of all the books in the Bible, in particular the New Testament, it requires that you already have an advanced knowledge of the Old Testament, that you've read the, you know, the prophet Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel and Daniel and the minor prophets, and you know the whole history of Moses and David. You have to know all that. So. What I wanted to do is put together a book. It's called Antichrist and Apocalypse, and it used... Okay, so he's not really decoding Revelation. He's he's doing something different. He hasn't gone and said... He's not sitting here saying, like, what I am. I know the decode of Revelation. I know what the, the... You know, I've been able to decode it. He's not saying that. And I am, and that's where I'm like, okay, is... Lord, I just ask that you would connect me to, to Bannon so that he can hear this wonderful news. It's really wonderful, the wonderful truth, and it gives us on the Freedom Force Battalion so much hope to go, we're going to win, so let's charge into battle. We, we know who our enemy is, and we're going to destroy them just like the Lord told us in Revelation and Daniel and Hosea and Je uh, Jer uh, Jeremiah and Isaiah and all these places. He told us this was going to happen. So let me, I'll, one more couple things that he says. This is all the illusions made in the book of Revelation from the Old Testament, where they came from, what they mean, what are the prophetic symbols. And once you kind of understand that, you you have actually cracked the code because you're understanding the Old Testament prophetic apocalyptic language. And now you're understanding it in the context of Jesus Christ as the Messiah and how it's fulfilled. And so I didn't want to be sensational or fantastic with all the info. I just took the church fathers and the Old Testament, New Testament, and kind of just put it together verse by verse, uh, showing where everything's coming from. And then that way, when you're looking at all these puzzle pieces, you can start putting together the outline, you know, the border and, and filling in with the different colors, and it starts to make sense. And I think ultimately the apocalypse is a book of hope, it's a book of strength, of power, and as you turn page by page through it, you see the people who truly love God, serve God, they are victorious. Do they suffer? Yes. Is it difficult? Yes. I mean, just read the sections on the beast, Mark of the Beast, all these things. It will be very difficult, but as you turn through the pages, you see Christ wins, his people win, God wins. It's actually very hopeful, and it will happen. We just have to ask ourselves, will we believe, will we love, will we hope to make it through? All right. So I appreciate, I do appreciate what he's saying. I would love to connect with Dr. Taylor Marshall. If you're there, please contact me on freedomforce.live. And I would love for us to get a chance to, to, uh, to compare notes and to, 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 uh, to go into this. But the great news is that the word of God has told us uh, it, wonderful signs in the heavens and most people don't go into this but if you don't know this beautiful uh, biblical astronomy which I go into on here uh, if you go on to 
the videos right here. Uh, Constellations and Astronomy, videos, playlists. There's one called Biblical Astronomy, and there's one called the Heavenly Storybook where it tells you what each of the constellations represents. The, the book of Revelation is filled with biblical uh, uh, biblical astronomy and, and these uh, wonders in the heavens. Those are really constellations. And the, this is one of the major ones that the Lord told us. This is called the sign of the Son of Man. Those of you who've been with me, you guys know all this already. But this sign of the Son of Man is, is exactly delineated in Revelation chapter 12. And that was the kickoff to this great battle that we are in right now. There's no doubt about it. We're in the battle of Armageddon right now. And the, the, the great thing is that it talks about calls this a woman in labor in the Old Testament. In all these books, and I'll show you real quick, it talks about it in, in just 18 different times in the Old Testament. They're gripped with terror and arrived in pain like a woman in labor. The people were terrified. Pangs of anguish gripped them like those of a woman in labor. They look helplessly at one another with their faces aflame with fear. My stomach aches and burns. Sharp pangs of anguish are upon me like those of a woman in labor. So what is this? Why do they keep talking about this woman in labor? This is the sign of the end of the beast. The, that's the beginning of the beast. We've already had the beast. This is who we've been talking about this whole time. This horrible criminal mafia that's connected all over the world. In your town, in your country, all over the world. Okay, Apple and CCP and all that. This is the end times for this and they, because of this, you see this woman in labor, they're in great panic, 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 panic. How many times have we seen that on the board? And so I want you to see here in Revelation chapter 12, that it talks about them being in great panic when Revelation chapter 11, verse 11, this is 11, 11. This is not a coincidence that 11, 11 is the, is Veterans Day. 11, 11 is uh, the sign of the awakening. 11 is the awakening number. After three and a half days, which is a period of struggle, God breathed life into them and they stood up. This is us. The Lord has awakened us. Why? So we would fight and we would destroy them. This is what they're in great terror. They thought they had us locked down. They had us pinned down. There was nothing we could do. They thought they had us so brainwashed and so confused we'd never be able to to find our way out of this matrix. But the Lord has helped us. The Lord has breathed life into us and we have stood up and we are fighting back and we're all joining together. And the Bible says that they found strength in the Lord their God. They're freaked out. But they're like, God is giving them strength to fight us. And they can't believe it. And they're in great terror and panic. Look at this terror struck all who were staring at them. Oh, this this is a critical thing for you to to see the connection between that that terror struck all who were staring at them and these passages in the Old Testament terror panic pangs of anguish they're gripped with terror they writhed in pain when they saw the woman in labor this is happening now I don't think Dr Taylor Marshall knows that this is the is the biblical sign that this is happening now and this is the day of their destruction this is the day when we will end them this is the end time for them. This is the, this is, that's what it's pointing to. It's not just some, oh, we're going to fight forever. We are doing this now. This is what's happening now. This is, uh, this is why they are in great panic because they don't have very much time at all. The enemy is coming down in great wrath knowing he has very, very little time. I want you to see that. That's from your, in your Bible and in mine. This is the NLT version. Revelation 11, 11, God breathed life into them and they stood up. Terror struck all who were staring at them. Now, I love 
Verse 12 also, the voice, a loud voice came from heaven calling the two prophets, come up here. And they rose to heaven in a cloud as their enemies watched. What is that? Is that we are rising into positions of authority. We are rising in, in whether it's on a, on a school board or a city council or in a, in a, a, a whatever platform that the Lord has given you to be able to, to speak the truth, get out this information in Twitter, get it out in, in whatever, whatever, uh, whatever venue that you can and that you will be in these positions of authority rather than the enemy. That's the point. We've always had Democrat or Republican, whatever, but we're getting MAGA people in there come January 3rd. We're getting people more and more and more being in these positions. And, and the whole point we're ha we're going to see on January 3rd is where they are pulled down. These evildoers are pulled down and exposed. Just like we're talking about this 51 of these Intel people, 50, well, 50 plus Brennan and Clapper, who are being exposed and being brought down. All this has been happening with Twitter. All this happening with the Biden family. They're being pulled down and you'll have good people put in those places. That is what this is all about. And the, t the next thing is, it's talking about this terrible earthquake. It's a destruction. The house of cards caving in on them and being destroyed. And then the next trumpet, the last trumpet is where it says the world has now become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. That is what is the next thing to happen. As soon as we pull down this evil kingdom, our kingdom, the kingdom of Christ, is what begins. That's what the millennial kingdom is about, the end times and a thousand years of peace. We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is, who always was, for now you have assumed your great power and have begun to reign. You've finally begun to reign. We knew you were the king of the world, and you are now beginning to reign on this earth and bring your kingdom come, your will being done on earth as it is in heaven. The nations, the evildoers, were filled with wrath, but now your time of wrath has come. It's time to judge those, the dead, and, and reward your servants, the prophets, and as well as your holy people and all who fear your name, from the least to the greatest. That's us, you guys. We might be the least, but we, from all the way from the least to the greatest, we will be rewarded and we will receive health and wealth and peace all throughout the world. The Bible says we'll look for our enemies and we will not be able to find them. It's time to, call, to destroy all who've caused destruction on the earth. That's why all this talk about treason. And the consequences for treason. This is the truth about what's happening. All right, I want you to see that. Definitely go and check out the book if you haven't seen it. And also, when you go to freedomforce.live, right here in the audiobooks, you can listen to me read it to you. And it will help, I hope, to, to make sense. Whether you are familiar with the Bible or not, I think I, I'll try to make it easy. And that's why I think the Lord has had me teaching kids for all these years so that you can... Um, it, it just, I try to make it as easy as possible. Okay, so here is, um, here's the audiobook right there for both of the books. Okay, let's pray. All right, thank you so much, Lord. We praise your name. We thank you that you are the king of the world, just as it says here in Revelation chapter 11, that we give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, for you have finally assumed your role and you've begun to reign. We thank you that we are getting to see this amazing day. Lord, use us however you see fit. Lord, use our, our strength, our understanding, our resources, our money, our time, our, our laptops, our phones, whatever you want to use. Lord, we want to be part of what you're doing on this earth and to bring your kingdom to come and your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I pray that I would get to, to visit with, with, um, with Steve Bannon and help him to see this wonderful truth of, of, uh, about end times and that it's, uh, it's only scary for the bad guys, not for us. And that to help him to see what the truth is about the mark of the beast and the 666 and all that. Lord, I just thank you that you've revealed this to even to babes. 
I thank you, Lord, that you've used even the least and that you will will uh, will allow us to to uh, be more than conquerors and to help uh, to see this come all to fruition. We thank you, Lord. We praise your name. In your, your great name we pray, Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. I will talk to you later. <laughs>